Hello, everybody. Welcome to For Your Run, the laughing human. That is Blair. Still here. Still here. Still always Present. here. I don't think, honestly, everybody, I think Blair just lives in my Zoom window for life. It um, is true. Yes. <clears throat> I am Sean, for those of you who don't know. Uh, Hi, Sean. I mean, what's up? Um, <laughs> Today, everybody, as Blair and I try to keep ourselves together, not easy to do. No. Um, our guest today on the pod is Heather. You know mm-hmm. her as Heather Runs Fast on mm-hmm. IG. She and does. the uh, screen name, relatively accurate. It's very accurate. Runs pretty fast. Yeah. Runs a lot. Well, yep. All the miles, does all the things. Um, has a lot of awesome insights on fueling and all of that jazz. Um, She also ran that horrific 2018 Boston Marathon that everyone likes to forget about, Mm -hmm. um, including Heather. Yeah, that's okay. I I think I'd be tucking some of that away as well. Like, it was a survival moment, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you anyone out there and maybe have you uh have you seen the Leonardo DiCaprio movie The Revenant player? I haven't. No. Well, that's fine. Is there a, is there fu- a survival no, no, no. moment in it's, that with some PTSD? The whole movie, the whole movie is survival. And maybe is that, the that wolf one? uh the bear, like okay, a bear. Okay, so there was like him. an aggressive yeah. animal. Yes. yes. Okay. Um and it's basically just him suffering the whole well, movie. Well, um, I mean, which so I there you go. Awesome marathon. Right. <laughs> um so Heather, it was fantastic to chat with you. She's got all kinds of fun insights um, to take away. She definitely filled both of our run cups up, if you will. So offward we go to Heather. Enjoy. For Your Run is supported by Paper Trails Greeting Co. Can't nobody stop you. You're not extra, you're ultra. Injuries suck but you totally don't. At Paper Trails Greeting Co., they believe every runner belongs. Their founder, Kristen, created Paper Trails to both celebrate and support the experiences of every runner. She thoughtfully creates each card with the hopes that we can find something we relate to and can celebrate fellow runners. Their greeting cards range from celebrating milestones, supporting others through injuries, thanking your run coaches, supporting those friendships, providing motivation and so much more. Each card is carefully designed and is a terrific way to support your fellow runners through whatever season of their running life they are in. I think many of us can agree that now more than ever, we could all use an extra bit of love and support. So the next time you want to celebrate, support or surprise a fellow running friend, pick up a few cards from Paper Trails Greeting Co. and spread the love. You can visit papertrailsgreetingco.com today and explore all of their cards so you can bring some light to someone else's day. Use promo code for your run at checkout to get 15% off your order. Again, visit papertrailsgreetingco.com to pick up the perfect card today and celebrate those running friends in your life. <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you guys? We're doing well. How's how's your weekend going? <laughs> I can't complain. I can't complain. Yeah, as you. I mean, uh, I could, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Oh come on! I wanted a chance to complain. <laughs> I was ready. Yeah, I. Um, I mean, it's hard to complain when our weather is 
too hot when everyone else's is too cold. So it's like, eh, pump the brakes. Well, uh, for, for your knowledge, um, I'm sure you've seen plenty of Northeastern Midwesterners runners posting the, um, I, I joke with Blair all the time that everyone in the Northeast and Midwest has the, our state is the most unique weather ever state, but we're all just in the same boat. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this morning, yesterday it was 60 and this morning it snowed. So oh. we're in, uh, I think my friend Angela is referring to this as third winter slash everything is mud. So that's where we are. <laughs> that's terrible. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. Everything is mud. Um, but yeah, I am delighted that today you and Blair can share that, uh, <laughs> that Florida running um, likeness. Yes. And I know that um, you, you're kind of in re reacclimation to Florida heat season. Yes. So how's, how's that going for you? <laughs> it's going. Um, it, the, the weather it's, it's killing me because it gets really warm. And then all of a sudden we'll have like two days of like 55, 56, it's like, oh, yeah. But then our body's like, oh, this is fantastic. And then mm -hmm. it totally forgets about all the, you know, heat and humidity it just experienced a few days earlier. So. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, my build back to longer running, I, I did my long run yesterday and it was about 15 degrees warmer yesterday than it was the weekend before. And it's funny what your body wants to choose to forget to be like today's mm -hmm. harder when in reality, I was like almost done. And I was like, today's effort feels like 10% worse. And then I was like, <laughs> it's because it's like 10% warmer. And um, so I was like, pump your brakes a little bit. It's just yeah. a little bit different, but yeah, you, um, uh, you guys both live in what is Supreme sweat monster territory in Florida. <laughs> um, yes. So do you, I, I know you love your treadmill as well, and I want to yeah. dig into that too. Um, but do you, once you're acclimated, do you kind of lean in and respect Florida summer running season or is it just kind oh, of yeah. always a trudge? Yeah. No, I do. Cause it, you know what they say, fall or summer races or summer training equals fall PRs. That's right. like times 10 for Floridians. I feel like, cause you could go to a race and it be 60 degrees and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, this is horrible. And we're like, Oh my gosh, this is fantastic. You know? Um, so I mean, I just, I lean into it. You have to adjust your paces. You've got to, you know, yeah. be smart about it, but yeah. Well, and I was gonna, I was gonna ask you a question and then my brain possibly answered the question, but you can confirm okay. or deny. Okay. I was going to ask, so you certainly train in fall, uh, Florida weather, and then you come usually up north for these fall races. But I also know that um, you are one of the people who can wonderfully claim that you, you lay claim to the fact that you ran 2018 Boston yes. <laughs> snow a cane or whatever that was. Yes. Um, is that the worst of the weather you've dealt with? I can't imagine there's much For worse sure. than that. Yeah. yeah, that is the worst. And I mean, I joke that if it wasn't Boston, I would not have run it. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's justified. But it's Boston, mm -hmm. so, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was I was going way, way, way back um, as far back as I could go just on all things on your feed. And um, you know what? So did I. (laughs) Because even though I lived it. It was so long ago, you know, Mm -hmm. everything kind of ends up molding together and you're like, wait, I ran that when that happened when. So Mm -hmm. I did, too. Yeah. Well, then how how was your how was your walk down memory lane? It was so fun, like just seeing, well, first of all, just seeing the progression of Instagram through the years. Yes. Like how, you know, before stories, like you would just post everything, well, not everything, but, you know, more random stuff because that was the only way to get it across. And then just like the pictures being less quality Mm -hmm. and I don't know. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. And then it was fun just to, I don't know, kind of see how things have have evolved and getting pregnant with Kara and then going through infertility, like, oh my gosh, I didn't even, you know, I haven't even thought about half that stuff um, yeah. in a while. And then, you know, the progression, the injuries, I don't know. It, it all just came like that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a and good refresher. It is. Yeah, it was. Well, and I, I know that, you know, I was looking back through some of like the infertility stuff and, and I was certainly going to ask you about the knee as well. It seemed like that nagging knee, like I, I had a moment where I think it was like a late 2017 post. And then there was like a mid 2018 post and then like an early 2019 post. And I was like, well, it seems like in the here and now you're not in dealing with that. Um, yeah, yeah. So what is, are there any foundational lessons that you took away from that, um, mini marathon of injury that, that was your knee? Uh, it's very easy to overdo it. Yeah. Especially when you like working hard and pushing your body. And that's pretty much what started it. I got runner's knee after a race and then, um, just, you know, push through it a little bit because it's fine and then takes you out longer. And then I had to come back from that and that was great. But then I don't think it was enough time off or maybe too fast of a comeback. And then I hurt my TFL, which is tensor fasciolata, something like that. And it, compensation, just compensation yeah. injuries that kind of evolved. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I had read a few of your posts of like, you would go out with a friend and they'd be like, are you aware that you're overcompensating as much as you feel like you are? Yeah. Um, which I totally get. I've talked with Blair so much just about, um, I've, I've only run one marathon and I know everyone should always, they always come with the don't say only it's a marathon. Um, but I definitely did (laughs) one. (laughs) as 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 just for everyone out there she's sitting behind an exquisite set of medals (laughs) i thought it was Um, fitting yeah i love it i do i love it um and i overtrained i i did a much a bunch of things wrong and my body normalized what was honestly three or four bad pressure points on my body and um then you overcompensate a little here to offset one thing and you overcompensate a little here to offset another. And about 18 months later, I, th- I think I told Blair finally one day, I was like, 
I am not running like a regular human being anymore. I'm just like galloping, but. um, Well, that sounds wonderful, but I mean, it's not running. So I guess I can see you galloping. Like that makes it sound good. Yeah. That that's a very bad adjective for the situation. It was not galloping at all. It was um, (laughs) some form of skip running. I don't even know what to call it, but. Like a giraffe maybe? Like a giraffe? (laughs) Yes. That's, that's. That's right? far, far better, <laughs> far, far better. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've, I, I had a lot of fun going back through everything. Um, and certainly I think like 2015 was when you hopped on Instagram, but yeah. your first post was, um, you know, a lot of people's running Instagram accounts, I think for the most part, start with like, that's their start into running. So it's usually, yes. So there was, (laughs) therein lies my question. What, uh, when did you start running? How did you get into it? Oh man. Um, well, I started towards the tail end of college to lose the freshman plus sophomore plus whatever poundage. Um, I enjoyed myself in college and, um, so I, I lived in weights a little bit and I, and I started running and then, um, met my now husband and we dated and we're like, Oh, my mom got breast cancer and we we're like, Oh, we should do a run. And so we did a 5k and I was just hooked and yeah. I just wanted to go farther. And well, first I just wanted to get faster. Then I wanted to get farther and then I want to get farther and faster. <laughs> you know how it goes. Yes. No yes. effect. Yes. And, uh, here we are. And when you started, I was trying to kind of, you've, you've definitely, I know, I think it was like 2017, you did a 322. And then certainly more, re- more recently, you've broken under three, which is mm-hmm. massive, massive. It was kudos. such a cool race to watch you perform. Yes. It. it was awesome. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, was amazing. Super cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what paces kind of were you starting out at whenever you did your 5k? Do you remember? I don't, I know my first marathon was just under four. I did Marine Corps, um, with my husband, we did it together and that was our first go. And that's, I want to say started running maybe 2008, 2009 ish. Um, it was like, Nike, I was wearing Nike um, shocks, which weren't running shoes, but they like promoted them as running shoes, you know? Yeah. And, like the cheerleading shorts and like yeah, cotton shirts. shorts. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was. I love uh, those. <laughs> right? They're comfortable. Um, so then, you know, that was just kind of like we ran and um, then we were like, okay, if we want to get faster, we should probably do something, you know, follow a plan, right. do some speed. And that's kind of. So I got incrementally faster because I actually put effort into it. Um, yeah. I want to say like, I'm pretty sure I BQ'd my second or third marathon and then um, just kind of took off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it did. Was there certainly not first marathon, but at what point whenever you started taking it seriously and doing all the things, at what point did it start to click? that um you had this unknown potential to be this very fast runner was there a point I for you I appreciate that that were, <laughs> were very kind words um i don't know um 
probably right before, like in between. Mm, I don't know. That's tough. Yeah. Cause I feel like it just slowly builds, you know, like it's, yeah. it wasn't like a, you know, from a four to a three in five years, you know, mm-hmm. it's been sure. 10 plus years since I've, um, since I've started running. Yeah. Um, and, uh, um, so I would say probably when I ran my 308 was when I think that was 2018. Yeah. Um, it's kind of when I was like, okay, you know, that's, yeah. this is good. I mean, after, after Kara is when I ran the 322, you had mentioned, I think that was at, oh no, maybe around 324, 327, like 10 months postpartum or so. And then I ran Disney after that. And I think that was the 322. Um, but I attribute a lot of the, the earlier success to, even though sadly, I mean, infertility sucks, but it yeah. did force me to take time yeah. off. Mm-hmm. So like, I yeah. think I ran a three seventeen ish before we started trying to have Kara. And then, you know, that's when I ran the three twenty four or seven, whatever it was. Um, and then a year, about a year after two years after having Kara, um, we decided to try again and, that was unsuccessful, but, um, again, taking time off. So it's like, here's my body, even though it's going through all of this hormone stuff, I'm not running 60 miles a week and, you know, everything was yeah, much lower on, you know, yeah. on the body. So I think that helped. And then of course we're like, okay, we're done trying. And then, yeah. you know, I full fledged go into it and here we are with a slew of injuries at the time or, you know, a little bit after. So. Yeah. Um, so through, uh, this is just a curiosity through the challenges of dealing with the infertility things. Do you think some of those challenges and some of those consequences and, and bits and bouts of whether it's patience or impatience, do you think those things kind of manifested themselves more into how you approach dealing with then the pitfalls that are are running. Do you think that there was any thing gained from that? Because that's certainly, I, I will not even remotely try to speak to that, but I, I can only imagine it comes with a lot of, you know, frustration and unknowns and having to wait and then see what happens. And I'm just curious how those things maybe then transition into other phases of life as well. Well, probably is a big part of why after the three, like after kind of coming back, I got on like a high horse and I thought I should have ran that three weight faster. I was like, I'm going to train for a half marathon. Like, you know, I'm going after it. And then that's just, that's when the whole knee and all of that stuff started. So, yeah, I mean, in that regards, yeah, I probably was just like, I, you know, all of that time wasted, even though obviously it's not wasted. Yeah. And I, I did run a fair bit, you know, throughout the cycle and, you know, when I could, and then of course the doctor would be like, no more running. So I wouldn't run. And then inevitably it would be like two weeks later, the post would come up. Here's me running again, which means I'm not pregnant, <laughs> but yeah. I think, yeah, all of that probably came out subconsciously after sure. we were done, done. And so, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, I think certainly 
you can, I'm sure, attest to these things too. You seem to really balance the strength work, running, fueling. I, I have to say, I am a very, very big fan of your <laughs> um, sprawling food highlight reel on your <laughs> IG account. Um, it, yeah, I, I, I was revisiting it again this morning and I just, um, I, I was living for all of your, um, Reese big cups and, and all of those things. Okay. Um, the Lenny's and Larry's certainly. And, Gosh, and all those things. Those yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely have like seasons of things, but so, <laughs> so now we're going to kind of go like quote unquote, Oprah book club mode here with you and what, what are your in season? <laughs> what are your current favorites as far as fueling goes? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you're talking fuel or just like fun things to eat? I guess it's got a little bit of both. A little bit. Of, yeah. I mean, I don't or, think, you know, a couple of people we've talked to might classify the Reese's Cups as proper um, entry running fuel, but that's probably a bad <laughs> idea. They're um, a little high in fat for a, you know, a pre run. <laughs> but, um, I mean, the sugar is good. I would, well, we're actually getting into cake season in my family, <laughs> um, which is fantastic. Um, we have two cake seasons and it, they kind of revolve around obviously birthdays and holidays. And so my mom and sister are great bakers and they're, I mean, we make big cakes. Um, I, you know, I should make a, I should make a highlight on Instagram just cakes. cakes. Yeah. yeah. You're, you do have some serious cake you game cake on your season feet. Yeah. No, man. No, man. Uh, so, I mean, it gets to the point where we're eating cake, like good cake. It's not like grocery store cake. It's homemade, right. really good. Um, every other week, every two weeks for like a solid three months, so we've got like my husband's birthday, Father's Day, my mom's birthday, Mother's Day, yeah. Um, then my dad's birthday, and then we kind of have a little break, and then it gets into the whole like my birthday, my sister's birthday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, my brother-in-law's birthday. So, sure, um, it's it's good. Um, I've, I've actually well for those who don't know, if you need to freeze cake, it does. Oh, that's a good. That comment. way, then when it's hiatus, you know, <laughs> you can still fill the void. I'm just excited uh, that there's Father's Day and Mother's Day cake. I didn't get yeah. into any of that. And yeah. I feel like that's a tradition that should be started this year. Like, I need additional cake days. <laughs> I really like that you have what you refer to as cake season. I have never <laughs> thought about it this way. And it makes me very excited because my family's kind of structured the same way. There are like um, late April through basically the end of June is just like a gauntlet of birthdays yeah. and holidays. And now I'm going to, I kid you not, Feel I'm probably going to emerge from this room to inform my <laughs> wife that we are uh, entering cake entering season. You need to <laughs> for, inform your mom. mom. <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, outside of cake season, of cake season where, yeah. what, what, what trends right now? I, I'm, I feel like, have you ever seen parks and recreation? Um, here and there. Okay. There's this funny character on the show that, um, says like very obvious things that like, they're like, what's in season. And she's like, cow's milk is in season. They're like, Oh my God. Um, but she was like all things. So I'm, I'm having my little flashback here of like, tell us what's in season for, for Heather right now when it comes to food. Well, I'm uh, definitely enjoying my Froyo at night. Um, yeah. Different flavors of Oreos are always fun to try. Mm -hmm. um, 
So those are, those are two big ones for like the dessert side of things. Um, yeah. Toast. Yes. My, so I, I, I do follow Megan. I know. Um, <laughs> Part of the toast crunks. Yeah. Not, not quite on that level. Uh, I'm just a good like jam and uh, like salt. I like the sweet and salty and also the yeah. salt really helps running wise for, you know, saltiness. And if you eat before you, the lift gives you a good pump. So. Yes. Yes. It, well, I'm sure there. the salt just in terms of surviving Florida is, is very. <laughs> yes. So um, toast is definitely on there. Anything rice, like rice and um, so I don't really like to cook. I just like to eat. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> Like the Tasty Bite packages you can get from Costco. They have like this chana masala one that's super good. Um, I love leftovers at my parents. That's a theme as yeah. well. I usually go over there every weekend. I'm like, what's in your refrigerator? <laughs> but I mean, I guess that's what vegetables. We eat a lot of veggies here. Um, my husband has a little garden. So we always have like fresh kale and um squash i mean depends on what season obviously. sure um we just started our spring garden so we don't have much yet but yeah yeah that's yeah, fantastic to pick from your own garden yeah 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 cool um yeah uh do you have i i think i is your oreo favorite right now still kind of that chocolate peanut butter pseudo nutter butter I, I love that one too. Where are you that at right now? That is very delicious, but I yeah. found one at Aldi. That's a Java one. I'm also a huge Aldi fan. Oh yeah. Um, and it was so good. Yeah. Oh, that might be the top right now, but yeah. 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 Or they're just, they're just good. Wow. Oh yeah. They're fantastic. And I always eat the top first because oh. you must know And this circles back to cake season. I love the frosting to cake ratio. I, I love frosting. So I prefer more frosting. So I'll just eat the top first. That way okay. you get the cream. It's like extra. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I respect that a lot. I feel like frosting, the frosting to cake ratio, if it's not, if the frosting isn't enough, then you've really done the cake a massive injustice. I agree. <laughs> A lot of people don't like frosting though. So I'm not you know, a huge fan. So like see? when we get together one time, I will pre prefer to share my frosting. <laughs> That's fine. That's and then fine. I can have the cake part. <laughs> no, man. Okay. I like a schmear of frosting, but mm. I really like the cake part. <laughs> Give me a good buttercream and I'm I'm in all day. So. <laughs> Do you have a favorite cake as part of cake season? That's a great question. Oh, that is so tough. <laughs> I know there's many, I've seen a chocolate one oh. that you, your mom makes like a German yeah. chocolate one, right? Uh, German chocolate is good. That's probably not one of my, that's like my dad and husband's oh, favorite. Okay. Um, I really like the, she, well, so cakes have also morphed through the years. You guys mm -hmm. are getting a really great cake lesson. <laughs> this, hey, we're here. We're it's here okay. For I'm ready for dessert next after this. Right? <laughs> we have a birthday party later. So hopefully they have cake. Well, hey, I'm like uh, the wedding I went to a few weeks ago and they didn't have cake. I was like, I what did they have? Them. They had like a dessert bar, but. No, mm. you did cake and a dessert bar. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm, I was upset. <laughs> um, so it used to be chocolate cake with chocolate frosting. Mm -hmm. And then we all got like very experimental. So we have chalk. Now my favorite, I think is chocolate 
peanut butter frosting mm. on the middle and then chocolate frosting on the outside. That sounds uh, very good. Yeah. yeah. That's a good ratio there. Yeah. Um, but the, I mean, there's, there's so many good ones. There's a, an Oreo cake. It's like a butter cake. And then it's like a white chocolate frosting mm. with Oreos. That one's fantastic. That's, uh, yeah. Pumpkin cake. Like every other year or so I'll do pumpkin for mine. Cause I do like pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It now. So anyways, uh, we have a couple of, of funny conversations with some other friends of ours that often argue over pie versus cake. So does oh, pie even is pie no. even a group for you or is it just cake all day? Okay. Yeah. Wow. That was definitive. <laughs> well, that's easy. I yeah. mean, I will eat pie, but I would okay. never request pie for my birthday or Mother's Day. Gotcha. But if good I mean, if you had pie at your house and we all came over, I'd be like, yeah, let's have some pie. Sure, sure. <laughs> But I wouldn't order it either. So that's <laughs> no, good to know. It's good to know. Um, so now that everyone at home, I hope you're you're all either out on a run or somewhere and you've taken notes. These are important. <laughs> They're things. all like running home to get cake dessert season. at this point. They're yeah. like, forget this one. Yeah, I want yeah. some cake. Florida, so Heather's mom can make me. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We that's all right. just want to meet your mom. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty great. It definitely seems like it. Um, so now that we've discussed all things non-running fuel and running oh, fuel, yeah. um, you definitely have um, a very impressive skill set of tons and tons of mileage. Um, you, you, I think you kind of hover right around what, like 280 to 300 or so a month is kind of where you live. Is that sound I about right? I haven't gone up that high yet, I don't think. I mean, I guess, well, okay, I guess I did. Before, before my sub three, you're right. Sure. I'm just thinking of like currently. Right. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, right now I'm probably sitting at, well, I took a cutback week this week, so yeah. not including this week, around 60, 65. But I mean, that would go up to like, I think my highest was around 74-ish maybe. From my yeah. Peak. Yeah. But. Um, so certainly back to the, the strength and the fueling mm-hmm. and all those things. What... Does high mileage just come, it's different for everybody. Does that feel like a natural thing for you? Or is there definitely a a big mindfulness of keeping up? I know that, you know, sleep is a huge component of this fueling strength. Um, Or or did high mileage weeks start and then you kind of caught up on all of the other stuff? Um. Honestly, I don't have the answer to that question. I don't know which one started. It's like a chicken or the egg question. Yeah. Um, I think I, I mean, I progressively probably increased from the beginning of my running. Um, I played soccer in high school. I don't know if like that. I mean, I didn't run in college other than like for fun towards the end of college, but like I didn't, I wasn't on cross country or track or anything like that. Um, but I did play soccer in high school and I think that built like a, you know, kind of had that aerobic base there. Um, I tend, and I mean, people have their own thoughts and whatnot on this, but I tend to do better doing less super fast stuff and Mm -hmm. more mileage. Mm -hmm. Um, that's kind of when I tend to get injured is when I do really fast stuff, which there's probably a bunch of reasons why, Uh, but, um, that's just kind of what's worked for me and that, and being able to 
build up that mileage and build that base is really helpful. Well, it's, it's also why my, if you look at my shorter distance PRs, which you probably won't find because I don't ever run them, um, <laughs> are much slower than my marathon. Like you would think my 5k, which I haven't raced one in a very long time, yeah. um, would be faster. Like my half marathon PR was literally from my marathon. So sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And after the first marathon was, was it clear after that first marathon that that was your distance of choice or did that come along a little more gradually as well? No, I think that was my distance of choice. Yeah. I think after that, we only ran like maybe one or two halves. I mean, we ran a marathon, um, as part of our honeymoon. That's fun. Yeah. It It actually, I think that's fun. I think it's great that he was participating so much. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so he, my husband actually used to run marathons with me and then like right before, well, not with, he was actually slightly faster. Um, but we would go to them together. And then Mm -hmm. once Kara, like once we got pregnant he's like, this is taking up too much time. I'm done. Like, I'm just going to lift. I'm like, okay, great. More time for me. Um, you know, balancing two marathons. No. It's really hard. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, my body tends to handle the mileage well, as long as again, I'm sleeping and fueling and all of that. Um, which I mean, seasons of life too. I mean, I used to work full time and that was, you know, I would be up at four o'clock and then running either on the treadmill or outside and you know, you're getting ready. And so that's like, go to bed super early, but then you got a kid and she's waking Mm -hmm. you up. Right. I know everybody or a lot of people know how that is. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, So Blair is a very frequent traveler of the treadmill miles. I love Um, my treadmill. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I don't think that there's any um, from my perspective, I don't ever really think there's a need for like the comparison thing of like is treadmill Mm -hmm. or road and all that. But what things from your perspective, what about the treadmill is beneficial to your training and, and all of that? Well, in the early days, a lot of it was safety, um, like yeah. running alone in the dark, mm-hmm. um, having, being here because of Kara, like having the monitor, being able to hear if she's crying, help her out. My husband traveled quite a bit more in the beginning, um, like right when Kara was born. So a lot of those treadmill runs would be done, you know, like eyeing the monitor to make sure that she's not awake because she would only be one, two years old, you know, so she's not self-sufficient at that point. Right. Um, and also I feel like I go faster on the treadmill. I know a lot of people don't think that, but, and part of that could be because of the weather. Like we get nice weather a month total out of the year and that's not like consecutive. So like if I was to go out today and try to run, let's say three miles at six twenty, mm-hmm. I probably, I mean, I don't know. Let's yeah. not quote me on these. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be able to do it outside. Although, you know, I might, I don't know, but I would yeah. definitely be able to do it on a treadmill. Like it's sure. one of those things that's like, it, I don't know if it's because I feel sometimes I almost feel like it's cheating, which is why not cheating. That's the wrong word. I don't want to deter people. Sure. Sure. That's why I try to balance it. Like I would always have a quality session on Wednesday on the treadmill to make sure I'm hitting my paces. Cause it's also a mental thing. You know, if you do all of your runs, um, like 
like for my last marathon, I did a lot of them outside. Well, going into it, it's kind of a mental F for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. knowing that I never hit my marathon pace because all my paces had to be adjusted because it was 80 degrees overnight with 90% humidity and a 75 dew point. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. luckily I was able to go, um, North and I got a good pace run in and I actually did get to hit the pace, but had that not been happening, like the only time I hit marathon pace was on the treadmill or adjusted outside, like going into a race. That's, that's kind of like messes with your mind a little bit. So, yeah. um, yeah. I, I think that you kind of hit on a couple of good points there though. One of which I don't think, um, I don't think a lot of people do is actually like, adjusting pace for conditions. I, right. So many people, I think just want to be like the pace is the pace and it might be 92 out today, but I should still be able to hit an eight fifteen or something like that. And that's just almost hyper unrealistic, right? You're, yeah. you're just asking yourself for trouble. Um, well then it's like, you're at the same time. It's like if your coach, let's say your coach or whatever plan you're following yeah. says you're supposed to be running an eight minute pace and you run an eight minute pace in those conditions. That's like you're running a 735, 740. Yeah. If that's not the purpose of the run, well, then you just screwed up your run, right? Like yeah. if you're running your easy run, let's say at a nine minute pace, when again, same math wise, like that's not truly easy. So you're again, just defeating the purpose. Like you're yeah, now yeah. turning like a marathon pace workout into a tempo workout. And that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how you get injured. Yeah. I think that that's like a really, that's a really, really, really good point that I don't think we've really had anyone else Blair that we've talked to mm-hmm. that has really no, alluded to that. Yeah. That's a fantastic point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the treadmill, I, this was my perspective on it. So mm-hmm. I know that whenever I talk to Blair, Blair, your advantage for running on the treadmill is just to not die in the <laughs> well yes because my schedule is so variable like sometimes the only time I can run is like one o'clock or you know yeah. four yeah. o'clock in the afternoon and it is ridiculously hot outside and yeah no so it's just the safest bet for like my body <laughs> yeah. and yeah. overheating so yeah yeah I enjoy it because it makes me run slower like I don't I'm not very mm-hmm. good at my easy runs so it gives me the chance to actually run my easy runs at my easy pace yeah. So I appreciate it for that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I'm a big treadmill fan. Mm-hmm. Turn on the TV yeah. or a podcast or something. Mm-hmm. Just kinda... Absolutely. So I think, I feel like it does take a curve though. Yes. Like yeah. a learning curve to like the first time I had to get on the treadmill after, gosh, I don't think I ran much on the treadmill at all. Last training cycle. I was like, wow how did I used to do this? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and then, you know, you do one more and you're like, okay, it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, all right, I'm good. I'm like, let's yeah. bust out a 20 miler. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Once you start, you keep going. Yeah. <laughs> but there is a learning curve for those. Yes. Who jump on it the first time. They're like, this is horrible. It is. It is. And then yeah. it gets better. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I know that you definitely were keeping your eye. I want to talk a little bit about that Boston experience. Um, Mm -hmm. I know I I, I wasn't even at that time thinking about running a marathon, but I, I, 
as long as I've been interested in running, I've loved watching the Boston marathon was, I think really the only marathon that would ever end up on television for the longest yeah. time. And I can remember, I, I think I've spoken to this like once or twice on the pod, but like I would be at work and marathon comes on and, um, I would just like zone out from work, just watching the Boston marathon. And I remember that year I was also keeping my eye on the weather for no reason at all, other than just to be like, that is not going to be a great time. It looks like, um, but so you've done all of your training in heat and all of those things. And then you're getting ready to go up to Boston. So like you said, if it's not Boston, you probably aren't going to put yourself into those conditions, but there's probably like, I'm only speaking out of what my brain would be doing. It's all of those things of like, will the socks be right? Did I bring the right this? Did I do the right that? What was your process like as you were looking at the weather, getting closer to the day and then like trying to mentally prepare for that? I I don't want to say it made it easier, but it's almost like everything's kind of out the door. Like I'm not going for a goal time. Yeah. I'm, you know, I just want to be as quote unquote warm in the freezing cold rain, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. bring two pair of shoes. So the first one isn't completely soaked by the time you're there. Um, I think it was just more of, it is what it is like, at this point, we just got to get out there and do it. And let's, you know, try to get to wear a raincoat and <laughs> it sure. was just a plus. <laughs> you know, no one's caring about the time at that point. And I'm sure some people did great. And maybe some people did go in like with the time goal, but no, no, it was there. Just how, survive. how much of that run was headwind? Was there, was it majority headwind that day? Oh gosh, I don't even remember, but I <laughs> like blocked it out. <laughs> I have blocked out a lot from that race. Um, yeah. Just like freezing hands, you know, like I'm not mm-hmm. used to having, yeah. you couldn't even like get your gels to take them. Mm-hmm. You just want like, just open my gel. Okay, thanks. You know, like, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what else to say on that race. It was just, and it was an experience that is, and, but you know, what was the crazy thing is there were people still out there, you know, like there yeah. Are people yeah, cheering there. you on. Yep. Yeah. And that's just a testament to Boston because I wouldn't be out there cheering. Right. But they're out there <laughs> right. still yelling. It was still yeah. loud, you know, so that's the Boston marathon, right? Yeah. <laughs> Rain or shine. <laughs> they're like the postal service. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so in terms of, uh, I'm going to speak from perspective, like you run tons of miles, you've gotten to BQ, you are, and, and I, we've made the point all the time. And I know you kind of were like, well, thank you for saying that you're in comparatively a very fast runner to my definition of a speed. And I'm sure that there are people you look at and go, oh my God, they're so fast. Um, for people starting out, for people thinking about running, I try, I, I've had a few friends over the <clears throat> past few years that 
try to start running and they, they want to just like jump in to what you're doing or what their vision of how you run is, Mm -hmm. but what kinds of things and do you either tell runners or if you could tell people in terms of the people that are just starting out or thinking about it? Um, probably that they should do it to enjoy it and not to force it because forcing it never helps. That's like people with eating and like wanting to go on a diet to lose weight. And it's like, they eat really good for two weeks. And all of a sudden they think they're going to lose 10 pounds. It's like, it doesn't work like that. Like you're not going to start running for two weeks. And then all of a sudden bust out a 19 minute 5k or, you know, be able to go run, you know, even a half marathon. Um, so it's more of just kind of enjoy the process, trust the process, Mm -hmm. um, follow a plan, be consistent, like consistency trumps fast workout, fast workouts are, um, really anything just you have to just be consistent and enjoy it and give it time Mm -hmm. yeah and then like you know people say oh how you know what'd you do to get yourself free and i'm like well it all started 10 years ago when i started (laughs) running because it fitness just builds and Mm -hmm. you know when i ran a 330 something you know that's that fitness still helped me get to the yeah you know, the sub three. So it's, it's more than just like the last 12 weeks, mm-hmm. everything behind that. Yeah. Well, and like, it was, a, it was just a small snippet, but like, whenever you were thinking back through your times, it, you know, I think that's so helpful even too, from the outside perspective that you had your three thirties and three twenty sevens and three, right. Like you have yeah. this block of things and, um, we've spoken so much to other people just about like, you know, Instagram is two to 5% of what someone's really going through when it comes to life and running. Um, and just, you know, someone can go look at someone's feed today and be like, Oh my God, they're so fast. But, um, I know you've been running for a long time. I have a couple of other, um, friends that have been running for a long time and, the first year that I was running, when I saw what they would be doing, I would just be like, oh man, I have to like get there. But the longer I've been running, the more like I was thinking about it yesterday and just like, it would be so great to be able to do X, Y, Z. And my, my mind no longer takes me to like six month plan to get to X, Y, Z. Now it's like, that's like probably a five year like let's build, let's rebuild foundationally. Let's yeah. run healthy. Let's understand. Like I, I was so much a whack-a-mole runner, Heather. Like <laughs> it was always like, if your foot hurts, you can probably tweak or you can probably adjust. Yeah. And that's how a lot of people are though. Yeah. Especially and, when you're new to running because you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can remember having some really good conversations last summer with Blair and a few other friends. And they're just like, um, you know, everyone, and I'm not here to tear down perfect running form, but like, there's so many people that say you should run X, like you should run this way. And then you see, um, Koske or Kipchoge or, or any of these people that are breaking records and they're, and then they'll be like, well, their form's not perfect, but, and you're like, no, 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 no. there's not a, but their running form is their running form. And so that's where last summer it took other people telling me like your running form is your running form. And 
as long as things, you're not limping. Yes. Like, you're good. Yes. Galloping. Yes. <laughs> um, but anything that hurts as a result of your running isn't change the form. It's understand right. the weakness and, right. and grow from that. So that the first three years of me getting back to running, I ran in high school, fell way out of love with it in my twenties, came mm-hmm. back to it in my early thirties. And now I'm getting into like, it's really not just about hurry up and accomplish something or alter everything to meet something. You spoke to it, I think, perfectly, which is just like, do it because you love it. Understand that growth takes time and that, you know, I had another friend that kind of spoke to it really well, which is like, it's not so much motivation, it's momentum. Like running is kind of momentum. It's a very long game to say that running distance is a marathon is a big cliche, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, what things are coming up? What are, I I know that you took a little bit of a down week last week to kind of get some recharge and your, uh, your legs felt pretty fresh coming back into this week, but what is, um, 2022 looking like calendar wise for running? I don't have anything on the calendar. Um, I really wanted to race a half marathon the beginning of the year, um, as Blair can attest to most of our races stop around February it's hot. And even February it's like dicey. Yeah. So I was really hoping to run. There were a few local ones, but then my hamstring flared up again, because I was doing a lot of fast stuff. Um, compounding fast stuff, like it doesn't matter. It flared up (laughs) and, um, so I hadn't took some time off and then it kind of threw off the whole like racing a half thing. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I wanted to travel somewhere. And right now I'm just not like, Hey, I want to spend a lot of money to go travel and do a half. Right. Yeah. Um, so we just kind of did a training cycle and then, um, I <laughs> did a time trial on my own, which, you know, I was, I was gripping at it cause we had a, a weekend that was supposed to be 53 degrees. And I was like, okay, stop. Like, let's do this time <laughs> trial. Like, I'm going to take advantage of this cold weather. It didn't go so hot. Um, it was hot. It was actually <laughs> 10 degrees warmer than it was supposed to be. Uh, and I did it by myself. Like it would have been nice if, you know, I could have shipped Kara off and like talk to bike with me or something along those right. lines. Um, and so then it's just like, okay, let's take a down week and then kind of figure out I, I I'm, debating just not doing any poll in 2022 and mm-hmm. maybe trying um or thinking about houston because mm-hmm. a lot of people had a lot of success yeah. there um we'll see uh no rush and that's part of it too again going back to you know getting into running you don't i know everybody not everybody lots of people love to race i'm not a racer i like to put in the work like i like the I like the day to day, you know, um, and building up like the other thing is you don't necessarily have to go incrementally. You know, people think, Oh, you gotta go from this to this and take a couple minutes off here and there. And my PR before my sub three was three Oh eight. Like I feel like eight minutes is a pretty big chunk. It's huge. Um, Yeah. But that was also a lot of time in between there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't necessarily want to go run like an early fall marathon and maybe I'm in like, 258, 257 yeah. shape, or 
do I do a couple of cycles? Like I kind of just did with the down week and then do something even bigger in Houston. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're kind of trying to figure that out. I don't know, maybe do a half around like indie time because i loved indie and honestly i would go back and do that race except the start was so crowded mm-hmm. um a girl in front of me was tripped i couldn't imagine if i was oh tripped. my goodness oh yeah um i mean i know all races are like that it's so it's not their own you know it's not just indie yeah yeah um, although i did give them some suggestions and i never heard back but, that, <laughs> um, but um maybe just like a fast fall half mm-hmm. and then do Houston. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, you, you have all those ideas in your head, but we'll see. I, so there really isn't a schedule. So that's a lame answer for you, but no, no, that's okay. I think those are good answers. I think people appreciate knowing that you don't always have to have like something that happens later on in the fall or spring, you know, like you can just be putting in the work to put in the work to be consistent. Like you said, as long as you take a, a break. Yeah. Because people want to like, you know, push, 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 push. Sure. You can only push so long until then you're injured. So mm-hmm. um, it's that yeah. fine line of like getting your peak fitness. And then it's like, okay, are you racing now? Or are you just going to take some time off because mm-hmm. you can't be forever? Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a fan. I mean, you said it was a lame answer, but I mean, in a way it's definitely yeah. not because I think it just further underscores that you really are like the day-to-day building appreciating the miles and i think that that has its own you know kind of shade of awesome i love it if you're gonna like i always say you have to run what is it you have to love it if you're to run fast something along those lines i put it in one of my one of my posts but like oh if you're not having fun you're not gonna run fast and million percent that's yeah, something big. And then again, like with lifting, I'm able to, you know, when I'm not in a hardcore training cycle, mm-hmm. I can lift heavier. Obviously, you know, your your body can only handle so much. Um, yeah. So obviously, yeah. when I'm down, you know, when I'm not training in a super hard training cycle, my lifts go up, and I just get so strong. <laughs> it's an awesome feeling. Like I wish I know not everyone has access to lift heavy, but um, it it's been awesome for me. And it's, I don't know, just, it's a different kind of like feeling empowered and, and powerful with, with so. I mean, but. kind of like a really awesome, like underscore that I'm taking away from just talking to you today is just like that appreciation of there are seasons. And like, I think you're speaking oh, to that stuff so well, like, I think that there are a lot of people that get really kind of concerned about, oh, but I'm running so fast right now. I feel like I have to do something with right, it. If I stop, um, yeah. Or I have to try and, you know, our watch tells us we're peaking and we're like, how long can I peak? And it's like, yeah. not forever. Um, yeah. And having time to take those breaks and take, you know, either a six to eight week block or a little longer to do weight training or something else. And, and, and that stuff's going to make you still better. run. You just yeah, have to yeah. eat, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to build muscle if you're running 40 miles a week and, you know, eating the same while you're lifting weights because yeah. it's not how yeah. the body works. So, well, I mean, you know, just everyone, um, 
just go look at the highlight reel I know, of what Heather's got for the food so that you can be motivated <laughs> in that respect. I need to update that. I haven't, you know, it's like you get consistent with it. Again, Instagram isn't something that I'm, I mean, I feel like I'm somewhat consistent in it, mm-hmm. but like, I don't ever do highlight reels anymore. I was so good there for a while. And then it's just yeah. kind of fell by the wayside. Well, seasons but of Instagram, just like seasons. Right? Of- <laughs> Every, I feel like everything has a season. It does. It really well, does. Well, now they want yeah. you to do reels, and I'm like, I'm not I know. Reels, so I know. I don't get it. No one's gonna find me. I'm not doing Right. Yeah, you are. You are in a very, very large club of friends that I know that are like, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm just. I don't not get it. it. I don't get it. Yeah. Man, just time. Everyone that I talk to says that they take a lot of time, and mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. It. 80% of the effort is in trying to conceptualize whenever really Instagram was fun because we didn't have time to do right. something else. So. Exactly. It's like, yeah. here's a picture and done. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And to the point. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, this has been like really, really fun to like catch up with you and kind of pick yeah. your brain on some stuff because um, I know that we're all seemingly always keeping our eyes on other people. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that, I mean, even just that post that you had recently about like, I took a week off because like my body was kind of like probably going to scream at me pretty hardcore Mm -hmm. if I didn't. Um, I think that stuff is so valuable um, Mm -hmm. just to help kind of people understand. And while I'm definitely in a healthier, different season of running for myself, I think that a lot of what you said today was also really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, Just as um, Blair and I are both slowly on our small, like (laughs) Price is Right mountain climber to get back to (laughs) to more steady running. um, Still at the bottom. To me, sometimes that's like a fun part to be in because then you can that's like when you can go run runs with your friends and like run workouts with them because you don't necessarily have something that you like have to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was a big part of my build back was being able to help a girlfriend with her runs. And it's like, okay, it might be slightly easier for me, but it's still building my base back. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, that's kind of, that's a fun time. And you can just be like, Oh, you're running. Okay. I'm gonna go run with you. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're running at this time. Okay. Perfect. Versus like, I can't, I have, you know, 10 miles of this workout or I have to be easy this day. I can't join you for your medium easy or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that's a fun, fun season to be in. It is a fun season. I think we've learned a lot. We've matured as runners. So Mm -hmm. I think we've learned some lessons (laughs) as we've come Mm -hmm. through this whole process. So I, I enjoy this this version of myself better than when I was like pressured to Mm -hmm. perform and get back out there too fast. Yeah. Which is also good about not having a race on the schedule because then Mm -hmm. you don't feel pressure. And then if you feel something, you take the time off. Mm -hmm. If there's a a schedule or race on the schedule, sometimes people just push for the sake of the race. And it's like, "Eh, well, and I mean, to, this bigger, broader point that I think you've made through this whole conversation this year, like, and I'm not trying to transpose anything here, but like this year might be like one of your best growth years ever. Cause there isn't yeah. any of that added like stress just sitting on you. You're just like, yeah. I'm running to build and having fun. And that's what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Awesome. Wow. 
Well, thank you for filling yeah, up yeah, my so running much. cup yeah. today. This was very <laughs> yeah. nice. This was very nice. It feels um, very full now. Yeah. I, I hope yeah, that you have fun. just a wonderful 2022 of just running for the love of running. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there will be some hard work in there. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Oh, no. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, because that's my favorite part, but you know, you have to be yeah. realistic because you can't do it all the time. So, yeah. Building mileage and building strength, all the, all the fun stuff. So, all yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you yeah, so much. This has been really fun. <laughs> um, so, all the best. We'll definitely keep our eye on. Hopefully, you know, Houston seems like it's. As with everything, there's trends, but it seems like a lot of people in the IG community running wise are all like, I know who's going to Houston. So, uh, I don't know. Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. All right. Well, it was great catching up and, uh, all the best for 2022. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Guess what? Welcome back to Sean and Blair time. <laughs> it's your favorite time, oh, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, it man, was... we could have been a really great 1970s like television show, like a oh game show, right? God. We I could mean, have had some really good theme music that came in. I could have had the long mic with the, the you know, like yes, the long yes. skinny mic. <laughs> well, and just right all of the big thick lines of color and yeah, all of that. It would have been great. We really, really missed our calling. We sure did. <laughs> we were just a smidge older. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Um, well, oh, definitely talking with Heather today was, uh, I think, helpful for I me agree. as far yeah. as feeling better about yes. reascending yes. the ladders of running and all of that jazz. Um, so as we spoke last time, I said you were three weeks out from feeling like running isn't a massive chore again. That means now we're two weeks out from yep. you coming back to feeling like running isn't like the Phoenix ascending um, is the what, worst yeah, thing ever. So. <laughs> How how's Blair feeling in running? Well, this week wasn't great. I had a very busy work week, you so did. it was very early mornings, very late evenings, amidst you know the yeah. typical day to day of homework, packing lunches. Right. chaperoning children to and from i guess not chaperoning chaperoning was the word chauffeuring chauffeuring right? chauffeuring <laughs> children and chaperoning to, sure and from there's no chaperoning happening here <laughs> let's okay. be honest yeah. <laughs> kids fend for our, their own <laughs> <laughs> yes you've got this kids good job learn kids. some life lessons <laughs> way to go be resilient bounce right back (laughs) yeah so i would have to say it was less than um consistent so we're you know gonna start that consistent train again Mm. this week so i've made some plans to squeeze in time here and there and we just we had briefly talked about i i prefer to like front load my week you know like give me all the extra miles and back to back miles at the beginning of the week where I'm like fresh and yeah, life hasn't I'm, completely fallen apart. <laughs> fewer, fewer days to hold massive loads of anxiety about the run that scares you the most coming up. Yeah. You know, all that stuff is always good. So yeah. Yeah. And I just, by, you know, by Thursday or Friday, I'm definitely like dragging. There's a definite mm-hmm. dragging happening, mm-hmm. but how was your week? I mean, I know personally how your week was, but you, you can do. share with everyone else. You see the logs, <laughs> you know what's up. I do. Um, it was a good week of running. I definitely am, as so many of you listened to in this episode, I'm really feeling more positive about 
running in terms of like the goal isn't just to be fast again and push myself as hard as possible. It's like, hey, let's like use each run as an opportunity to see if the other work that we're doing is showing up. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that means am I having annoyances in my calf or in my IT and stuff like that. And those things have all so far generally been um, not angry, which is, which is a good sign. Really great. Yep. um, Yeah. uh, Thursday, as you know, Blair, I went out for a run (laughs) and was violently attacked by a storm. Um, (laughs) It's terrifying. I hate that. It really snuck up on me. So I, I went into town to go for a run. It was sunny and beautiful. And by about 60% into the run, it had gotten terribly dark and Scary. angry. Yeah. And I got rained and hailed and lightninged and all of those things. And uh, generally just a soaking disaster of a human mm-hmm. by the time I was done mm-hmm. with the run. But I, uh, I had to put in my notes for Blair that thunder and lightning <laughs> equals faster because I had about probably a mile to get back to my car while the skies were pouring anger at Mm me. So the last mile was definitely a bit kicked up because I needed to just not be out there. Survive. I just needed to survive. Yeah. So in a roundabout (laughs) way, I had, um, I had nominated myself not to start speed work last week, but in a roundabout way, did a little bash of speed work. Touched my toe into it. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's all right. That was a, yes. a perfectly good reason to speed up. Yeah, just didn't want to. Uh, didn't want to deal with that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So, outside of running, the question we always try to we're trying to bring a question in here every week. <laughs> And my question today is, I am a cereal lover of all things cereal. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think it, it has a lot to do with um, when I was a kid, like the 930, 1030 time, my dad used to like eat all kinds of uh, what am I trying to think of? Like sugar pops and corn pops. Uh, uh sugary frosted, cereals frosted flakes what was it um fruity pebbles Fru- all fruity pebbles <laughs> were in the mix fruit loops That's a good one. Fruit loops were a yep. big one yep uh-huh um so Max, all these do those count honeycomb yeah, oh, yeah. i love oh, cereal so we could get into this whole conversation yes um so i will i will let you go since you can kind of speak to a little bit of the love of cereal where, i do where i love are your cereal, cereal loves well, I think I prefer cereals like a dessert, like sometimes in the evening, you know, where you're like, I yeah. want something sweet, but I don't know what I want. So cereal is a great option for that. Yeah, I'd have to say, like, I really appreciate Lucky Charms. It has a good, like, sweet to like, yeah, regular cereal, like, yes, combination, um, good ratio there. I also really enjoy uh, Cocoa Krispies. Oh. Because it turns my milk chocolate. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then it's chocolate milk. That's right. Um, That's right. Gosh, I'm trying to think. I remember cereals as a kid, like yeah. honeycomb and kicks. Those yes. were like a big cereal. Dude, kicks was a sneaky good one. Well, they had berry kicks. Do you remember ah, berry kicks? I sure that do. was also delicious. I sure um, do. I'm trying to think, like, we don't do a ton of sugary cereals at the house, you know, hashtag kids and mm-hmm running right. around like lunatics. Right. But I would say 
Fruit Loops, Lucky Charms, mm-hmm. Cocoa mm-hmm. Krispies. Those are definitely like ones that we will splurge yeah. on if we're in yeah. like a mood, especially if they're BOGO. Then it feels like you can oh, justify yes. the purchase if you get an additional box free. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And and while you were going through that, I was also like trying to go back into my mental inventory. I remember when um Rice Krispies treats cereal came out. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. a game changer. It like, was. Well, and now they've come out with so many variations of Lucky Charms. I know. There's like I know. Um, variations of Lucky Charms, like chocolate Lucky Charms, or there was like a fruity version. That was gross. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's like a marshmallow, like Rice crispy situation with marshmallows. Like it's too, that wow. one's too sweet. Yeah. yeah that's there's, aggressive. A, there's a large variation of Lucky Charm options. Yeah. Did, did you have any um, love of Golden Grahams? I did not. I was no. not a, a, like a love of golden grams. I remember eating it like one time. I <laughs> yeah. very much often did the like tiny little boxes that mm-hmm. were assortment boxes yeah. so that you could have like a little different one, like mm-hmm. each day instead of yeah. like the same. We, yeah. my brother and I very much enjoyed those because you could have corn pops one day and Yes. Fruit Loops the next and Apple Jacks. Yeah. Oh, oh, I like oh, Apple Jacks. Yeah, That's Apple a good Jacks. one. <laughs> yeah. Golden so yes, Grams was I love big. cereal. <laughs> yeah. Like Golden Grams had to be like a flavor of the every six or seven months. Like I could mm-hmm. only do a box and like about 70% through the box. I was like, okay, I'm done with the Golden Graham mm-hmm. kick for a little, mm-hmm. you know, for a while. Um, yeah. Um, the the cocoa crispies or cocoa mm-hmm. pebbles all like or co- whatever dude, cocoa puffs anything that so, turned the yeah, milk chocolate yeah, was like yeah like the you're best winning. part you're winning yeah so hard. right um yeah no, and then so, there's a great cereal question do you drink the milk oh of course yeah yeah remember the, the bowls that had the straw oh <laughs> i had the straws um <clears throat> what where you could just drink the- <laughs> people are going to be so mad at me so what was the fruit loops rival with the rabbit Tricks. Tricks. God, why couldn't I remember that? Um, tricks are for kids, remember? Tricks are for kids. And they had so, tricks yogurt. Well, they they had <laughs> tricks had this um and I don't I don't know why too. they don't have more of these now. I feel like they would have like revolutionized them and made them better. Kicks it or tricks at one time had a spoon that had a straw end on it. Oh, so like okay. You could like just eat the cereal and yep. then just go straw mode. And I was yeah. like, this is the best thing ever. Um, but yeah, you would have like, and the straw was um, like cold activated. So it would be one color. Mm-hmm. And then when you started drinking the milk, it would turn yes, a different those color. Those are my favorite too. All right. All I mean, you got to change colors at it's least. All good. Yeah. You got to give me something. Well, and cinnamon toast crunch. I can't believe we went through a oh. whole cereal situation. Didn't talk yeah. about cinnamon toast crunch. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. Now they have some crazy ones. I'll have to. I never got into Captain Crunch. I had a, yeah, Crunch? yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I went through a very hard phase of the peanut butter crunch because that was just oh my Delicious. lord, peanut butter yeah. crunch was so good. Yeah. yeah. The problem was <laughs> the cereal, and it was it, it, it rivals like you know how sometimes you drink um, plastic bottle Pepsi or plastic bottle Coca Cola and it leaves the film in your mouth. Yes. Yeah. That was what Captain Crunch kind of did to me. I it always Got left like me a with film. a film in my mouth. Yeah. So it was like I loved it. But once mm-hmm. it was over, you were kind of left with like a not pleasant post cereal mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. But that you also raised a good point. There's the next level of cereal conversation, which is the more like eating it with purpose in the morning versus like 
as a dessert. And oh yeah. I a hundred percent. I mean, obviously I was very excited to eat that stuff for breakfast, yeah. but my dad was a very big, like, and I think he still does to this day. We'll eat like two or three bowls of cereal before bed. Really? Yeah. Um, so then it became that cereal was like a nighttime mm-hmm. fun thing. So yep. yeah, a hundred percent. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I eat cereal and as a breakfast anymore. It was yeah. definitely as a kid. Yes. But like as an adult cereal yeah. is dessert. <laughs> Absolutely. And I also, I prefer like a more cereal to milk ratio. So I don't like soggy cereal. Yeah, I yeah, want yeah, it yeah. all like crunchy still. Yes, so yes. it's more of like a drizzle. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big, like you have to load the spoon up with way more cereal than milk yeah. for sure. It's yeah. like popcorn. How many yeah. pieces of it can I fit into my mouth? Like an unhinge my jaw, like a snake. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Whenever... I almost need to cut the sides of my lip. So <laughs> right. <wide>. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, because I get three allergy shots a week to fend off oh, all gosh. the things that try to murder me. Um, <laughs> but before that, so I, I have only learned through the people at my ENT clinic that this is not typical. So a lot of people, when they have allergy attacks, they usually like poof up and have like lung swelling and all these things. And they need their EpiPen because you Mm -hmm. could literally die. I definitely would get, my eyes would swell up and my, certainly my nasal stuff would be a disaster, but I never had the breathing problems or anything like that. So I never, what my body does is I sweat like crazy and Mm. my heartbeat would be like 105 to the point where I was just hungry so hungry all the time. <laughs> so that's um, your aller- allergy reaction is you, it gets, you're hangry. I, I would get really hangry. Um, so much that like when this happened, I would go buy like $40 of food and I would mm-hmm. eat all of that food of in it. a day. Sure. Um, so like I had, I, there was a time where I literally ate a box and a half of cocoa pebbles in like six hours. I just was like, Justified. just keep bringing I, the cereal, all of the cereal. Yeah. yeah. And it was a, like, it was awful because I felt terrible, but it was yeah. fantastic because <laughs> I could just keep moving, just keep it moving. More cereal. That's yes, right. please. I do. I love um, cereal. I, I, yes, yes, well, please. And so, okay, we're going to, this is, I think our end cap for cereal. So now let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about high, like how you can hybrid cereal. So checks. I would never eat checks as a as an no. actual cereal. Correct. But you 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 start putting some peanut butter and chocolate and, and some powdered, powdered sugar, sugar on, on and that give me thing. some muddy buddies. Heck yeah. Uh, Puppy chow or whatever that stuff checks, called. Yeah. Checks becomes the best cereal ever. Ever. I also ever. like it when it's the savory kind, yes, right? When it yes. has like the salty My mom, my mom sticks. makes that for Thanksgiving. So does my yeah. mother-in-law. It's ah, very delicious. Yeah. yeah um, it's very good. And then you've get you've got rice krispies. You turn those into well, rice krispies treats. Yes. Um, and with the kids, we have made um themed rice krispie treats with food coloring alone. Yeah. They become pumpkins, Christmas yeah. trees, yeah. Easter eggs, like all sorts um, of stuff. <laughs> one year autumn and I for Easter did a rice crispy treat layer. So each, uh-huh. each thin layer, we did a yellow layer and then a green layer Ooh, and then a pink fun, layer. Like a layer. And okay. then when you cut through them, yeah. you had the rainbow. So I love that yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. I love a rice crispy treat. I'll uh, tell yeah. you what, I, so I. it's a delicious treat that doesn't make you feel too heavy. So right, I'm right. I love so those. We've got 
real cereals that are all about consumption. We've got the cereals that are all about being turned into something that's better than the original form. Mm -hmm. And then we've got when you should eat cereal. Um, Well, do you, I remember there being a golden grams version, like of a rice mm -hmm, Krispie treat, mm -hmm. right? A lot of cereals have tried to do that. Marshmallow situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fruit Loops, I think, has even done I've that never now. Done that. I have seen them yeah. come out with cereal bars now yeah. out of these. Like, and those I'm look almost offended. too much. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, don't do that. Lane. Stay in your lane, <laughs> Fruit Loops. What are you doing They're over not there? Cereal bars no. with the frosting layer at the bottom. No, no, we should not be feeding these to children. <laughs> no, no, stay in your lane. Um, when I had a part-time job in high school, I worked at this like hotel banquet hall place. It, it was basically a resort. They had a golf course and all that stuff. Um, we would work banquets and the best part, um, I'm pretty sure this is illegal, especially in today's <laughs> standards. They would work us like 16 hours, which you're That's never supposed to illegal. work. illegal. You have to um, have a break. <laughs> so we would start at like noon. And we would set up tables, do the tablecloths, put the place settings on, get everything set up, get all that ready, work the banquet. And then usually the following Sunday, there would be like a whole different event. So we wow. would have to wait for the wedding to end and then tear down the wedding and then rebuild for another event the next day. So Definitely we would be there until like 4 a.m. Definitely so illegal. <laughs> the best part of this is that once all of the kitchen staff left, we would raid the pantry for the frosted mm. flakes and instead we would do frosted flakes with chocolate milk for the milk. Okay. I'm, I can see that. It's I can see oh, that. so good. Well, um, that's going to so have would, to be something we try. Yeah. So we would I can do see that. that and, yeah. and again, it spoke perfectly to the snack part, mm -hmm. the dessert mm -hmm. part, because we'd be eating this at like yep. 1230 at night. It mm -hmm. was so good all the time. Yep. So yeah. I think yeah. it tastes better as a dessert. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So everybody out there, you're welcome for this. And well, um, I hope you share what your favorite cereals are. Yeah. So that yeah. maybe there's a new one out there. I mean, when you walk down that cereal aisle now, it is it's, it's overwhelming. It's there's bumping. so many different options. So yeah. Yeah. I'd like to learn about the new ones that are out there. And then also maybe the ones that I can secretly convince my children to eat because they're right. the healthier version, like cinnamon <laughs> checks. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it tastes just like cinnamon toast crunch in my head. I know that's false, but to them, right. I might tell them that. <laughs> I anymore. If I'm going to like go cocoa pebbles route, I'll try to get like the organic version. It's not any mm -hmm. probably much better aside from they're using normal <laughs> sugar instead of like corn syrup or something, but <laughs> something um, else that we should be consuming. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, but that's my brain convincing me that it's fine that I'll just, just destroy that box in yep. 20 minutes. So that's right. Yep. Yeah. No, but if it's a BOGO, see, that's why it's better. Oh, you get that. BOGO. You gotta take it on. If it's, it's a on. BOGO. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, I look forward to as we get into the final few weeks of Blair's return to feeling normal and running. And when I come back in and I'm like, it's amazing and everything yeah. is rainbows and unicorns. It's just going to be a light switch. What can I say? Um, I'm very excited for it. But uh, yeah, and I'm going to keep keep on keeping on. Blair's going to yeah. schedule me some runs this week. We'll see I how am. it all goes. He's going to dip our toe into actual speed work, not because of the result of a lightning storm. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's right. Just a toe, though. Just a just touch. Just a toe. Yep. Absolutely. Yep, just a touch. <laughs> going to keep on strength work. Going to keep on recovery. 
going to keep reminding myself that I have to eat enough food to start doing all the things again. Yes, I think Heather helped remind me. She's like, you can't grow. You can't be strong. You can't do all the things if you don't feed your body. So that's right. That's right. More cereal, everyone. More cereal, <laughs> Here's please. Here's the two bowls of cereal tonight. <laughs> Bingo. Ding dong. I'm here. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. All right, everybody. Thanks for coming along. Until next time, have a good time out in your runs, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to For Your Run, a podcast brought to you by For The Run. Special thanks goes out to all of our supporters on Patreon, whose contributions and support help us put this all together and get it out into your ears. If you're interested in becoming a member of the For Your Run Pod family, you can learn more at patreon.com slash foryourrun. We hope this has been a pleasant break in your day, and we look forward to you bringing us along for your next run or whatever it is you have going on in your life. Till next time, run with heart, and we'll talk to you soon.